listening to the Nonstop Mom podcast, where you'll gain scriptural insight that will help you effectively raise next generation leaders. Here's your host, Carolyn Shuttlesworth. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Nonstop Mom podcast. This is Carolyn Shuttlesworth. Thank you so much for joining me today. Um, So this week, I just wanted to get into the subject of your past. It has come up to me a lot um, from multiple people in regards and even, you know, myself, like over the years, you've had to learn to shut down the lies of the enemy. And this is one thing I feel like a lot of parents struggle with now that they have kids. Um... It almost like shakes you into growing up sometimes. Uh, If it wasn't maybe you're someone who wasn't super, I don't know, responsible or mature before, you know, kids do that to you. You have a child and you think, oh my goodness, I have a new little life, a clean slate. Like, you know, I've, I've got, I get to start from the beginning with this little precious life all over again. And here we go. But then our mind traps us. The flesh of us traps us and our past begins to be revealed in front of us, even if it was forgotten uh, until we had kids. So here we are becoming moms and all of a sudden our past causes, causes us to go into fear in our parenting because of anything we've done that we didn't like. And so we start thinking... I don't want my kids to do what I did. How do I prevent this? Is are they going to do it? Oh my goodness, I just I can't. I don't want them to do it. I'm I'm so scared. What if they what if they turn into this certain type of teenager, you know, that I was. And we have to realize a few things that we'll start off with, but we have to realize that It's not going to be the same. We can draw the line in the sand as parents and not let our past, uh, our past sins or our past wrongs, uh, continue to haunt us. Because first of all, we have to realize when we become Christians and we ask for forgiveness, the Lord has completely forgotten it. It was, it's not like He keeps it in His back pocket just to pull it out. And dangle it in front of us again so, you know, we can feel a little bit bad and just, oh, so thankful that the Lord love us, loves us and he saved us. You know, he just puts that in his back pocket and then, you know, every once in a while he takes that out so we can remember it and and just realize how good our, our heavenly father is. No, absolutely not. It says in 1 John 1, 9, but if we confess our sins to him. He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all wickedness. So right there, he forgives us. And with the blood of Jesus that he died on the cross for us, it cleanses every single sin. Okay, listen, it cleanses every single sin. And if you have sinned, and you have asked for forgiveness, it is no more remembered by the Lord. It is in your past and forever to be forgotten. If he forgets it, we have to learn and try our hardest to forget it too. It says 
Then 2 Corinthians 5.17, this means that anyone who belongs to Christ, so when you ask the Lord to be your Savior, that you're going to live for Him forever, that's what that means. When anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person, and that is exactly what happens on our day of salvation. We become a new person. The old life is gone and a new life has begun. So we have to realize that anything we've done in our past, uh, say you were a wild partier in high school or through college, or, you know, not everyone that's listening was saved like grew up in a grew up in a Christian household. Maybe you got saved, uh, you know, in your twenties, even your thirties. You're newly saved. You weren't saved your whole life. It doesn't matter. Once you get saved and you've done something wrong and you ask for forgiveness, it is your past. Now, the only one that has access to your past to bring up the lies and make you feel like. You're trapped uh, in like a secret tomb of shame. You know, that is the enemy. That's the enemy. We have to remember that's the enemy sent to destroy us and give us these condemning thoughts. We don't need to live with the weight of should haves. You know, I should have done this. I should have, you know lived right. I wish I never hung out with that person and did those things. You know, I just, I don't want any of this to happen with my children. So you trap yourself in this fear by your confession. And now you don't want your kids to do anything. It's like your fear is now going to be imparted to your children They can't go anywhere. They can't hang out anywhere. They can't do anything because you're fearful of past decisions you made and mistakes. And we have to realize first and foremost to get past that feeling is that the Lord has forgotten all of it. He has forgotten all of it. It says in Romans 8, 1 through 2. So now there is no condemnation for those who belong in Jesus Christ. Who, are, who belongs in Jesus Christ? Us, people who are born again. No condemnation for those who belong to Jesus Christ. And because you belong to him, the power of the life-giving spirit has freed you, freed you from the power of sin that leads to death. You should be living in complete freedom. Feeling trapped with the thoughts of your past is not freedom. Having joy that you're raising a child in the things of God with a clean slate is pure freedom. You have to realize that we don't want to, you don't need to live under the weight of the should haves. Don't allow labels. Um, you know, a lot of labels that we get like shame. We've have felt shame before rejection, uh, being fearful, We have, you know, anxious feelings, neglect maybe from our past, you know, mistakes. We were a partier, uh, defeat, hopelessness, broken. All those are labels that the devil has uh, tried to put on us. 
all those thoughts lead to an open door for the enemy's voice to whisper lies deep in our souls that don't even need to belong there. You know, the enemy is the one who is sitting there near your ear whispering, remember what you've done? Can you can you remember all those things, the people you hung out with? Are you are you serious? You think your kids aren't going to do that? Your kids will do the same thing. Of course they'll do the same thing. You know, and if we're saved, we have to realize that <laughs> that's exactly it. Thank you, Jesus. You died on the cross. You died on the cross. It took all the beating, took all the horrific words, took all of the pain. So we don't have to go through any of this right now. One of the verses that when I was looking over that studying this topic stuck out to me in such a massive way. It's found in Colossians 2.14. And if you don't take or write down or think about any other verse that I have mentioned in this podcast, this one is a must. Colossians 2.14. He canceled the record of the charges against us and took it away by nailing it to the cross. That makes me want to run around and shout right now. He canceled. He canceled. Anything that was charged against you, any sin that you committed, any wrong that you've done, he took it away by nailing it on the cross. You know, I when I talk about this subject with people and I talk about the subject of healing, you know, it's like a slap in the face of God that Jesus died for that very reason, healing in our body, that we are to be made whole, that we are to walk in divine healing. And it's completely possible. To He gave us that gift and for us to knock it out of his hands because we're not spending time in the word of God to understand these things. You know, Listening to all these podcasts are wonderful. I listen to a bunch of podcasts. There's tons, you know, there's not tons, but there's several uh, ministers. Uh, and when I say not tons is because I don't just let anyone into my ear gate. I don't just listen to anybody. Um, there's, you know, a handful to two handfuls of ministers that, you know, I really look up to and receive from and stand on the word what they give and so you have to you have to realize that you got to get this for yourself so listening to podcasts is good getting getting the word out there but what really is going to make a difference and a change in your life what's really going to make a difference and a change in your life and how you parent is you personally you personally getting into the word of god Getting into the word of God, reading what it says, because I can tell you all day long, listen, he's forgiven your past. You don't have to think about it anymore. Your kids aren't going to be raised that way. It's different with you. You've made the change. You've made the, you know, it's like there's generational curses. I, I am not going to have, uh, you know, diabetes. I'm not going to have high blood pressure. I'm not going to have anything that other people in my family have gone through because it stopped. When I became a new creature in Christ, 
I'm not getting that curse. I'm not getting that generational curse. So you have to realize that when you become saved and you've asked for forgiveness from sins, it's forgiven and it's forgotten. It's not only forgiven, it's forgotten by Jesus. So we have to start thinking about what are the labels that God says over us? We, those are the labels that have to stick, not the ones that make us think, you know, what we used to do. Listening to God's voice is one major thing that I train my kids at a young age, because if you can hear God's voice, you're set to go and you will hear it. You'll know what it sounds like. You won't be wandering around when you hear another voice. You, you, you know, it's like my my husband. When he calls my kids and he's being serious about something, they know his voice. They know his fun voice and they know his, uh, we better get moving dad's serious voice. So it's important that you as a parent learn to hear God's voice and you teach your children how to hear God's voice. Because when he is talking and when he's speaking, it has to be the voice that they hear louder than everything else. Louder. Same for us. It has to be the voice we hear that's louder than Netflix, louder than the music playing, louder than the cartoons on the TV, louder than the kids screaming, louder than, you know, someone talking to you on the phone, louder than the everyday noises around us. We have to be able to pick out God's voice. In all of that. So what does God say about us? God's going to say, remember who you are in me. Remember you've been forgiven. Remember I have forgotten it. And remember you've been set free. Those are powerful things to remember. Powerful. Just like I said again in Colossians 2.14. He is canceled. Canceled. No longer there. Canceled. The record of charges against us and took it away by nailing it to the cross. So listen. Those things are up on the cross. Disease is on the cross. Poverty is on the cross. Past sins are on the cross. Fears on the cross. Anxiety is on the cross. Jesus came down from the cross. Leave that stuff up there. Leave it up there. Don't take it down with him. He left it up there. He died for that. He came down. Start us fresh, cleansed by the blood of Jesus. Don't take that stuff off the cross. Leave it there at the cross. We have to understand. It's so imperative we understand this stuff. What I'm saying, and like that's why I'm like stressing it in my tone, because once we are confident and knowing what the word says about ourselves, then we can parent with confidence and full of faith. Until then, we're going to be thinking all the time what the devil says about us, what he tries to paralyze us with guilt. He tries to trap us. It's all, a tr- you know, the devil has no power. The Bible says we have been given all power. So he has no power. So think about it like that. He has no power. Okay. So if he's doing anything in your life that's bothering you, you've allowed it. You've allowed him to talk to you. You know, he's not a gentleman. 
He's not a gentleman. He's a jerk. <laughs> the devil is a jerk. He wants to break up your family. He wants to destroy your kids. He wants you to have a bad marriage. He wants you to be sick. You know, all the he wants you dead. He wants you defeated. He wants you scared. Okay, that doesn't sound like a good person. He's not a gentleman. Don't give him any room, any room in your life. Don't give him a whatever the smallest measurement is. Don't give him any room. It's crazy. Like I said, if there's anything going on like that, you have allowed it. I know that's hard to swallow, but we have to realize that this, you know, Christianity, we have the responsibility. We work the word and we apply it and we see the fruit and manifestation from it. If we don't work the word, nothing's going to happen. Faith is an action word. Faith is an action word. That's it. We have to do our part. It's not just we get saved and then skip through life. We have to do our part. So, so the, you know, the devil tries, like I said before, paralyze you with guilt. There's an invisible prison that he puts you in, but we don't have to allow it. We have to go to the word of God. We have to understand what the word of God says about a situation. We have to get free. That's it. The Bible says where you have knowledge, when you have it, when you know what the word of God says, there's freedom behind it. Freedom is a wonderful feeling. It is wonderful. No weight on your shoulders, the carefree feeling, the joy that you have. But we have to break free from the invisible prison that the devil tries to paralyze you with guilt and keep you in. We have to refuse it. So the devil has no power. We have all the power. So when you confess your sins, like I was talking about at the beginning, he completely erases them. So you don't have to worry about your kids doing wrong things. You're full of faith. You're full of faith. You're listening to this podcast and you are full of faith. You're a strong mom. You have to realize that. You can't let the devil whisper lies to you. You have to reject them because they're lies. He's the father of lies. He is the father of lies. The devil will never tell you anything good. And since you know he's telling you bad, we've got to kick him out. We've got to kick him out. So reading and hearing God's word daily keeps you in the truth of it. You know, it's literally just that simple. We have to make time for the word of God. Because what we don't know, we're going to lack in that area. We'll have no revelation on that area that we're trying to be defeated from. If all we do is make sure we get a good workout in, you know, we make sure we get our Netflix shows in, we make sure we're up to date with whatever the the newest drama out is on TV or some stupid Real Housewives show, you know, we have to make sure we know what the Word of God says over a situation. And it does something differently when you go and get it for yourself. 
Like I said earlier, yes, listening to preaching is good. You need to do it. You have to go to church. You have to receive from the man of God, the woman of God. But you have to get it for yourself and see it for yourself and see the revelation of it. So if you're struggling in an area personally or as a parent, it's time to get into the word of God. It's time to open the Bible. What does the word say about this? Where are the verses that talk about this type of situation that I need help in? So reading and hearing God's word daily keeps you in the truth of it. By obeying his word, it becomes flesh in you. You know, it says that the the word, um, that Jesus, his word became flesh. So like what I'm saying, what I'm trying to get to my point is by obeying his word, it also becomes flesh in you and his word will abide in you. It's a seed. Everything the Lord does, everything Jesus has done is by a seed. And if it remains in you, then you cannot sin. You can't sin. Let's see. I was going to go to um, 1 John that I was going to read to you guys really quick. I thought I had written this down, but I'm going to go to it real quick, talking about... um, the seed. So whoever has begotten of God doeth no sin because his seed abideth in him and he cannot sin because he is begotten of God. So we have to realize that when his word remains in us, that's what's going to come out. That's what's going to come out of us. If we fill our heart with the word, we become such a mighty wall that the enemy can't break down. That we have the proper ammunition. If we know the word of God, we have the proper ammunition to strike back. You have to get this so deep um, and like the revelation so deep in your mind because that's where the devil attacks. The devil attacks your mind. And that's why if this is something you're battling with your past and it trying to come up thinking you're going to be a bad parent, we have to kick it back down. We have to kick it back down because I just love that verse, Colossians 2.14, that he can't, I mean, I can't even say it enough. He canceled the record of the charges against us and took it away by kneeling on the cross. If he canceled something, it's not there anymore. It's not even there anymore for the devil to throw it back in your face. He has canceled it. So the next time you're sitting there and you're staring at your child and you're worried about how they're going to grow up. You know, people will say, well, in this society, you hear the word in this society. Oh, well, well, it's normal in this society. Well, it's normal in this grade. It's normal with this age. (laughs) Do not bring up the word society to me because what's normal in my household and with my kids is what does the Bible say? That's exactly what we need to get back to as believing, uh, born-again Christian women. What does the Bible say over my marriage? This is what society says, but what does the Word of God say? This is what the Bible says to do with your kids. Teach them. Discipline them. So teach them how to honor their parents. It benefits them in the end. They'll be blessed. And so you'll be blessed 
because they're a blessing to you and they'll get blessed because they're honoring you. It's it's one big, wonderful circle of blessing. So if there's an issue that you're having, we have to remember to kick the devil back in his teeth and say, not today. And, and get these verses, get these verses. And so when the devil's attacking your mind, you could say John 8. 31 through 32, Jesus said to the people who believed in him, you are truly my disciples if you remain faithful to my teachings and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Today, I've been, I'm free. Today, I'm free. Confess it over your life. If the devil's attacking you, you can say Isaiah 43, 1. But now, O Jacob, listen to the Lord who created you, O Israel, the one who formed you. The one who formed you says, do not be afraid, for I have ransomed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. Get that. Print these things on on, in, on paper and put them on your refrigerator. I have called you by name and you are mine. Listen, ladies. He has called you by name and you are of Christ. You are of Christ. You are not labeled as your past. You are not labeled what you were before you were saved. Even if you were saved and you got lukewarm, you are not that person anymore. You remain in Christ. He's forgotten your sins. He's forgiven your sins. And it's time that we move on. It is time that we move on. My last verse is going to be Philippians 3.13. And it says, Now, no, dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it, but I focus on this one thing. Ready? One thing. Forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. Forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. That is a main thing we have to remember here. A main thing. He's forgiven our sins. And what lies ahead? What lies ahead is the child you're looking at. That's what lies ahead. Raise them in the things of God. Raise them in faith. Raise them to love the Lord with their whole heart. Raise them to be able to lay hands on the sick and see them recover. Raise them to resist the enemy. Raise them to love the Lord, have wisdom beyond their years. You know, these are things I say to my children when I pray with them at night. Thank you, Jesus, that you give Madeline and Brooklyn and Teddy a strong desire for the things of God. Thank you, Lord, that they have discernment at a young age. Fill them each and every day with the Holy Spirit, filled and refilled, that they'll speak in tongues at a young age. Thank you, Jesus, that they have wisdom beyond their years that they'll always be full of joy, that they'll be obedient, that they'll be strong in the Lord, that they'll be blessed, healthy, wealthy, and wise. These are things I confess over my children every night and when they're not around because they're going to hear it and the Lord is going to hear my confession. So don't be fearful anymore of anything that happened in your past. Because if it's something you're remembering, it's just the enemy and there's no new tricks. You have to shut them down and you shut them down with the word of God. Like I said, you fill your heart with the word 
and you become a mighty wall. When your word and your spirit man is strong, the enemy can't do anything. What he says, it's like you roll your eyes. You're like, all right, all right already, devil. I've heard this before. Who cares? It's not true. I don't care. And he's going to end up leaving you alone. But, you know, the first few times you're going to have to get tough and you're going to have to get nasty with him. He's not a gentleman. Don't treat the devil ever like a gentleman. Don't let him over talk you. You shut him down. As soon as he starts to speak and you start to hear it, shut him down. You don't even let him finish your sentence. I know <laughs> as, I'm, as I'm sitting here, I'm thinking to myself, oh man, these ladies probably think I'm yelling at him. But I'm not. It's just that's how I get when I think about the devil attacking people. It makes me angry. He makes me angry. He makes me angry. And that's exactly how he should be for you. Ladies, you are strong. You are strong. You're strong in the Lord. You're strong to be able to raise these kids. He would not have you be a mom and give you the ability to be a mom if he didn't think that you were strong enough to do this. Not at all. It's not at all. I say this a lot in a lot of my podcasts and my broadcast for women, but it is a verse for me that I stick to, and it's Hannah's prayer in 1 Samuel 2. It says, Lord, you know, she's talking to the Lord. After she wanted a son so bad, he gave her a son. And she said, Lord, you have made me strong, and you have given me an answer to my enemies. Think about it. You are strong. You can do this. You can raise your kids and not be fearful. Don't be fearful. Don't open the door. Don't even crack the door open to a thought of fear so it can be a seed that grows into nasty roots and it takes years to get rid of. Don't allow it. Don't allow your kids to see you operate in fear. Operate in faith. And you do that by filling yourself with the Word of God, praying in the Holy Spirit, and praying daily. Take time at any minute, whether it be in the car, during nap, if you have to wake up early, before you start your day with the kids. I mean, if you're a night person, then do it before you get in bed. But at some point during the day, praise the Lord. Pray and read the Word of God. Get this inside of you. Podcasts, listening to preaching online is wonderful, but you have to get it for yourself. You have to get it for yourself. So I hope you realize I was not yelling at anyone (laughs) during this podcast. I appreciate you guys for listening. Um, Pop it up on social media if you've heard it. I love to get your feedback. I love to share it. Other women get to see it. um, And then they go and listen to it. So whatever you write, I'm able to share and just get that out there. So thank you so much for taking the time with me. I hope um, a lot of you were able to check out my first Facebook Live. I did this past week. I actually did it on... um, more on the topic of fear of miscarriages and getting pregnant and the attacks of that. Because you know what? It's something that's not spoken about a lot. It's not spoken about. Women feel shamed and trapped and like they did something wrong and nobody did anything wrong. You have to realize it. You don't let the devil shut you up when something like that happens. You talk about what you want. 
you stand on the word of God, you get your promise. And there's an awesome testimony from Jenna who works with us. I know she was on my podcast, but she went even um, deeper in some things that she didn't do on the podcast. She had showed some pictures of her sweet little babies that went on to heaven uh, the first time she ever showed anybody in the last four years. So it was a very special Facebook Live and it was a faith builder. It was a faith builder. So I encourage you to go over to my um, Facebook group. It's called Nonstop Mom. And you can watch it over there. Or if you know anybody who is battling um, getting pregnant, having a hard time, or uh, just keeps going through miscarriages and uh, feels on the defeated side, this will put them on a whole new level of faith. I promise you. So head over there to Facebook to Nonstop Mom. Uh, If you have any questions or any other topics you'd love for me to come across on, please send me a message on Instagram. My name is Carolyn Shuttlesworth. On Facebook, you can find me uh, with my name or Nonstop Mom. And I'd love to hear from you. Um, You guys have a wonderful week. I love you so much. And I'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.